0: It's awesome that we get to serve a God that is faithful and present with us, a God whose name is beautiful and wonderful. And being able to praise the Lord in this place is truly an honor and a blessing. And so it's my privilege to be able to stand up here in front of you today and get to share my heart with you. Um, Honestly, I don't know who thought of the brilliant idea to have me come up and preach to you, and I'm not one to point fingers nor say names, but Paul Godin is the one who has brought me up here today, so if you have any problems or anything with what I have to say, you can go ahead and talk it up with him after service, and he'll be glad to answer any questions, you know, any remarks, anything like that. That's him right there. No, but seriously, it has been my privilege to be able to serve under his leadership, under Alicia's leadership, and see their heart to serve this next generation. How much they love people, care for people, and how much they love this church and this city. And so it's honestly inspiring to see the work that they're doing here. And um, in case you were wondering if Paul has been doing a great job raising up your kids, he has. They have been doing an amazing job alongside of the other next-gen leaders. And in case you were wondering what happens on a Sunday night, all I'm gonna tell you is that you gotta go to the Sunday Night Hangs to be able to experience the Sunday Night Hangs. So, that's all I'm gonna say with that. But, should be a good idea for me to introduce myself now. I know you guys got a little bit of a glimpse of who I was in that video, Pastor Ryan. A lot of you have seen me up here a few times throughout this summer, uh, my time being here. You have seen me do the announcements, speak on Compassion Sunday. Others of you have had the opportunity and I have had the opportunity to serve alongside of you um, with the Columbia trip. And others of you don't know who I am and are probably wondering who's this girl that's in the orange jumper. Well, my name is Jasmine Barone and I have had the honor of being the summer intern here at Lifehouse for the past seven weeks. Um, so when I found out that I was preaching this Sunday, about a week before I actually arrived, I looked at the schedule that Paul and Rachel had so graciously put together for me, and I looked at it, and I was like, man, um, preaching was not a part of the deal I signed up for, (laughs) so where that got miscommunicated, I don't know, but it's you, I mean, I'm up here now, I didn't have time to renegotiate terms, so that's what's kind of brought me up here right now, um. But it's not because I don't like to preach, it's just because I really don't like talking for extended periods of time in front of a lot of people, but it's going to be all good. Um, I'm excited to share the word that the Lord has not only given me for you, but the word that the Lord has just been constantly speaking over my life. And so with this word, the Lord has truly been able to show up and show out in my life, and I hope It speaks to you as much as it has spoken to me over the past couple of years. And um, before I get into my message, I would like to talk about my experience here at Lifehouse and how that has shaped and even influenced me to be able to get up here and talk to you this morning. And so my time here has literally flown by. From the moment that I landed in San Antonio, Texas, within one hour of my landing, I quickly jumped full force into helping with VBS That first Monday, not knowing anything, not knowing anybody, but knowing that I was on a mission to help with VBS, and I knew what my mission was, and I conquered it. And within one week, uh, so that Monday, got in. That Friday, same week, leaving to get ready to go to Columbia um, for a -a six-and-a-half-day missions trip, which I've said this before, and you guys have heard me say it, but has probably been one of the best experiences I have been able to go on. And so I'm so blessed that you guys partnered alongside me to be able to take me on that experience and for the Lord to really just come in and show me his kingdom in a new way. And so through that experience, I also got to sponsor a child out in Colombia, So now I'm a godmother to a beautiful little boy named Sebastian. So that's a great thing about being able to come to this church. Um, and then coming back after that missions trip with only one week to adjust, enough time for me to do a load of laundry, to then be able to pick my stuff up right again and leave for another week to go to camp with the amazing Next Gen community. You wanna talk about you wanna talk about take on the ground running? Like literally from the time I got here to the time right now, my time has been nonstop. Um, But before I go on, I actually want to give a shout out to our next gen. Some of them were in first service, some of them are here now. And I just want to say that you guys have some of the best teenagers I have ever met. And can we just give them a round of applause for being just great (laughs) individuals. I love each and every one of their, these kids and seeing their heart to not only serve one another, not only serve this church, but to really want to serve the world. And these kids have such God-gifted talents and passions, and seeing them do this and driven to do more and and be more really just brings my heart so much joy. And I've loved getting to get to know them and... Um, Getting to have fun and truly just feel like I can be myself with them. And um, it's been awesome. And it's probably going to be one of the hardest things that I'm going to have to say goodbye to when I leave here. And I'm going to miss our Sunday after, after church, Sunday hangs, food hangs, whoop, whoop. and then um, some of our fun next gen adventures that we've been able to go on. So uh, being a part of Next Gen, but also the other ministries at this church. Um, I've been able to see the different areas of true passion that you guys have for not only this church, but this community. Um, And seeing the work take place in each area here at this church is truly inspiring. Um, Knowing that for a small piece of time, I got to be a part of that. Never did I think my time here would look the way it has. And usually that is how a lot of my experiences and opportunities end up being. They are never as I expected them to be, and that is because God has always exceeded my expectations and has always showed me that he has always had the best in mind, even when I didn't know what I was getting myself involved in and with who. My time here has shown me the heartbeat behind what drives your momentum to serve God's people of not only the United States, but the rest of the world You have shown me what it looks like to give generously and freely, and I have seen the power behind understanding the commission of Matthew 28 where scripture says to go out and make disciples, and being a church that is so focused on family integration and genuine community that is so very evident. I have seen your love and sacrifice to be a church that does something with what you've been given. From your partnerships with Compassion to your partnerships with SA Heals, Lavish Ministries, the foster care ministries, this is amazing stuff, and this is the definition of what your church is and who your church is. Lastly, you've shown me that anybody is welcomed into the doors of your church because you welcomed me. A girl from San Diego who is currently pursuing, uh, finishing up her last year at Bible College, pursuing a degree in transformational ministry transformational ministry, don't know what that is. I'm not gonna explain it right now, it's a lot, it's okay, we'll talk about it later. Um, I am someone who comes from a blended family. I am the eldest of seven kids, all girls. You do the math, you also do the headaches. (laughs) I am someone that has a calling to love people and love people well. I have experienced brokenness and heartbreak, but I've seen the Lord's redeeming hand I've had my fair share of mistakes and regrets, but I have also received the Lord's restoring goodness through them all. And to be vulnerable with you and to be transparent with you, I am in a season of learning to love myself for all that I am because the Lord calls me his beloved. This is me, this is who I am, and this is who you have poured love and grace into in these past seven weeks. So when I said earlier that God has exceeded my expectations during my time here, that is what I meant. God has used you as a church family to show me that he is a God that knows best. He is a God that is intentional and personal because he knew what I needed in my time here, just like he knew what I needed last summer in my last internship in Kansas City, Missouri. Who I was a year ago and who I am now is two very different people. The experiences I walked through a year ago are not the same experiences I walk through now. And God is so good that he comes alongside us and partners us with people who are so unique to our season. Who are so unique to know, without even knowing, that they are pouring in to the journey that you are currently walking through. So this past year has been a year of change for me. And many more ways than I would have wanted, and it was uncomfortable, but the one thing that I can testify to, and the one thing that I can stand up here and declare to you, is that even throughout all of that change and uncomfortableness, God has been the one thing that has stayed the same. His faithfulness, his goodness, his love, His grace and His mercy have all been the same. And even when life seemed crazy and constantly moving and shifting, He was present and with me. And so I have loved being in the great country of Texas. I have loved getting to experience the culture, the people. I have felt so much at home here. And I know Pastor Ryan mentioned it last week if you were here when I, come, when I came up to do announcements and he commented on my footwear, which I'm not wearing my cowboy boots today, but I want to let you all know that I did already come to San Antonio, Texas with my cowboy boots already in my possession, all right? <laughs> I might be, I just wanted to clarify that, guys, for you guys. I did not buy them when I was here. I had them already with me. I might come from the greatest beach city in California, but I am a country girl through and through Californians just really don't get country music. And if you were to ask anybody that really knows me, they'll tell you and testify to this statement that I was definitely born in the wrong part of the United States. I'm just <laughs> gonna throw that out there. And to be very fair, I'm southern country influenced 110%. I mean, I might not look it right now, you know, I'm a little jazzed up, but on the catch me on a weekday, definitely wearing my boots all the time. Um, But it's funny, coming here, literally experiencing probably one of the best experiences that I could have ever imagined. And really like having the Lord or having time with the Lord and really just being like, God, if this is what heaven is like, like, I'm ready. Like, you can take me now. I am ready. Like, if country music is in heaven and my boots are in heaven, I'm there. You can sign me up. Um, But aside from the culture and the people, this church, uh, the one thing that I can say about my time here and even my time prior to here, is that God has always been faithful. And he has always shown up when I didn't expect him to show up. And he has always reminded me that he is a promise keeper. He has revealed the desires of my heart and has brought them into fruition. And being able to see and say that God has truly answered my prayers And I say that because I've always wanted to visit Texas. Now, whether that would have been me coming on a personal leisure trip or whatnot, but the fact that I have gotten to do the one thing that I love, and that is serve people and be in one of the places that I've always wanted to visit, that just proves to me that God knows my heart and knows what I yearn for. And it's so, so good to show up and meet me In those promises and in those desires and the verse that I'm going to be sharing with you guys today is Psalms 1825 and it says this to the faithful you show yourself faithful to those with integrity you show integrity and today I will be focusing on the first part of this scripture and I'll be talking about the Lord's faithfulness this morning and how I can truly testify to the trueness of this portion of scripture not only in my short time being here, but from the moment I decided to say yes to Jesus, God has always been faithful. I wanna share a piece of my heart with you in regards to this verse. This being a verse that has been spoken over my life, but also a verse that I have held on to through some of my hardest seasons. Faithfulness being one of the characteristics that I love most about our God. This being one out of many characteristics that fuels my relationship with him daily the way the lord is committed devoted constant steadfast is what attracts me to him and it has been the one thing about god that has always stayed true no matter the season and no matter the circumstance one of my favorite worship songs at the moment is goodness of god by bethel music And Pastor Kelly actually sang it a couple of weeks ago during Communion Sunday. And having heard this song a million times, because when I really like a song, I really like it so much so it becomes everybody else's favorite song because I play it so much. But having listened to this song before, the lyrics seem to hit me a little bit differently than they have before. The first time I listened to the words being sang, I found it only natural to declare the words over my present life. And when i mean present life i mean the point that i started living for jesus at 15 years old up until now and i have been a believer for about six and a half years and so seeing god's faithfulness in this portion of my life is easily noticeable because i know what it is but when i was listening to the song during communion sunday the holy spirit really just dropped a truth bomb over my heart and over my mind that really made me have one of those come to jesus moments where you begin to really just analy- like, analyze everything that you thought and then just have a new perspective to it. And so this song not only described the faithfulness and goodness of God over my life now, but the constant faithfulness and goodness of my God always. I realized that regardless of my commitment and devotion, God's way of being has never been dependent on my way of being. His faithfulness has never been based upon my efforts or their lack of. And God is faithful and has been faithful because that is who God is. God is good and has showed his goodness because that is who God is. And it has been for this very reason that I have come to love the Lord even more deeply as the years have come and gone because of this truth. If you were to ask my friends and family who are closest to me and know me, um, what word they would use to describe me and tell you who I am, they would tell you that I am a faithful person. I give so much of myself to those around me and I love my people dearly. I'm committed to being there and sticking through the toughest of times and sometimes that has gotten the best of me because I have loved certain people more than they have loved me or I've given myself, given more of myself to people who didn't put as much value in our relationship as I did. And because of that, I've gotten hurt. I've experienced loss and grief because of those relationships. But on the alternative side, anybody that knows me also knows that I have my dark side. Some days, I can be unpleasant, shocker, right? I can be complicated and intense. I can be sarcastic and insecure. I have a tendency to not be empathetic and I'm very judgmental. All of these things that paint me in a not so pretty picture and all of these things that make you forget that I just told you I was a faithful person. It's so easy for us to see the brokenness and imperfections in others than it is for us to see the goodness and redeeming qualities of who we are and who they are. My brokenness and imperfections being valid reasons for any human being to see me as a problem and to see a reason to give up on me or someone with similar qualities. And to be real with you, all of these reasons have been The very reason why people have walked out of my life and when they decided to walk out they didn't second-guess their decision and letting go of our relationship was easy for them and me being someone who values relationship and values the people I do life with could not understand and could not wrap my mind around how someone could just give up and not see past the flaws of my humanness How could they not see all of me? But at the end of the day, they decided to see what they wanted to see. And so walking through those experiences, I struggled with believing that God could be a God that would want to be faithful to me. Why would he show me faithfulness? They didn't show me faithfulness. Why would he want to love me? they didn't love me. Why would he want to see all of me when certain people only wanted to see parts of me? And I struggled with this idea. I struggled with this lie of having to see the truth that God does want to, but it was so hard for me because my circumstances and what was around me and what was being shown to me said totally different. And someone who gave people every reason to walk away and some of those people took that reason and ran with it, could, I could not come to the point where it's like, God, no, there's no way you could be that way with me. But it has been through my broken relationships and broken experiences that God has always proven the lies to be just that, lies. God has never once thrown in the towel with our relationship and never once has a thought crossed his mind to leave me or give up on me. He has always seen past my rough exterior and has always seen my heart and received me for who I was and all I was. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Because let me tell you, Jasmine can get ugly. She really can. And through it, the Lord has shown me that I am worth fighting for. I decided to talk about the Lord's faithfulness this morning because it is the same faithfulness I see mirrored within myself. Obviously, I'm not God, and my version of faithfulness is nowhere near His version of faithfulness because He's perfect, I'm not but my faithfulness is a reflection of his faithfulness. And to be honest, it is only fitting that I reflect the heart and character of my God because if he's supposed to be my dad and I call him father and I'm his daughter, then there should be some evidence of that in the way that I act, conduct. And so some characteristics that I share with my earthly dad, who is probably watching on live stream, maybe not, I really don't know, and if he's not, he'll watch it later on this week, um, is my dad's sense of humor. My dad, if you were to ever meet him, is one of the funniest, goofiest, most extra-ist person, people you would ever meet, and that's probably because he's a dad and comes along with the job description of being a dad. I don't know. You guys can testify to your own dad, Godin's. Um. <laughs> but aside from... My dad's fun and sometimes embarrassing personality. My dad is also one of the most easygoing and laid-back individuals I've met. So like my dad, I'm goofy, I'm funny, obviously, you saw the video. And sometimes people call my extra personality drama or dramatic. And I'm not saying they're wrong, just some days is a little bit more than others. But like my dad, I am also very easygoing. I am also very easy to get along with. I have a very happy-go-lucky attitude, and I like to think I'm a pretty great time. So I say all this to tell you that I reflect the ways of my earthly father the same way I reflect the ways, the heart, and character of my heavenly father. The quality we usually admire the most in the Lord is usually the quality that is so evident within ourselves, but we don't really like to think that it could be evident within ourselves. Something I like to ask people, especially people I find um, an interest in and want to know where their heart is and what they're about, what their five to ten year plan is, is this simple question of what characteristic about God they love the most. And I have learned that when you have conversations like this with people, you really see who they are. You see the heart behind who they are and what they like because there has to be a reasoning behind that value. You see the depths behind what is important to them and when you ask someone what they love, you see what they value. What's great about our relationship and journey with Jesus is that we get to uncover the paths and parts about him that we love the most. We get the freedom to explore and discover the amazing and perfect qualities of our God. If you value faithfulness, you will see the Lord's faithfulness. If you admire strength and resilience, God is strong and not easily moved. And to all our feelers in the room, if you love empathetic, kind, a listener, patient, gentle, God is that and so much more. Through my walk with Jesus, I have seen so many sides of who he is. And I've seen him prove to me, even though he doesn't have to, over and over and over again, that he is a God that we can trust. He is a God to be what we are not. But he is also a God to be what others are not to us. Jesus has shown me that even though I have given him every reason to walk away, move on, and give up, he never has and never will. God is stuck by my side and has redeemed my story with his. He has reconciled my past, my present, and my future and has shown me that where I saw death, life was just beginning. Throughout everything, God has not only shown me that I am worth fighting for, but that I was worth dying for. And so are you. I said earlier that this season of my life has been one of the hardest seasons. It's been uncomfortable, mentally, spiritually, physically, emotionally exhausting. And the emotional part has probably taken the most toll on me because I'm not good with my emotions. But knowing that even in this hard season of my life, God was faithful. I didn't expect a lot of the things that I had to walk through this year. I didn't raise my hand and say, God, yes, this this is what I want. This is how I want you to grow me and test me. And that's not, that was not the case whatsoever. But even through this season of life, God has shown up and shown out and has showed me, and has told me, and has proven to me, I am a faithful God. I had to walk through some valleys, just like I imagine some of you had to walk through or are currently walking through some valleys. And we don't ask for a lot of the valleys that we have to walk through. But we walk through them. And along the way, God doesn't tell us to figure it out on our own. He doesn't leave us there, give us a lamp and some food for a couple of days, our rations, and say, figure it out. I'll see you on the other side. It's not the case. He is a God that grabs his pack that's ready to go and walks with us as we go on this journey. And that is what I love the most about my God. Is that even when I didn't expect him to be on this journey with me, he's like, I got a pass that's... Not redeemable. It's gonna. I'm gonna go with you. Okay, Lord, you asked for it. I told you you can go back. He says, "Nah, I'll stick
1: with you." I'm gonna. We're a church that we're a faith community that loves to pray. You heard Ryan do an entire summer series about it, and I'm gonna ask a, a couple groups. That Jasmine got to interact as a family. We're gonna we're gonna pray her out. But I'm gonna ask anyone who was on Columbia trip with her, would you please join me on stage? Any next gen community that's been working alongside, and I and I would be remiss if I didn't point out that Rachel here, RVP as she's affectionately known to us, um, helped really organize this summer internship. But we did admin, and we provided the structure and the avenue. But it wouldn't happen without you guys saying, we believe in the now generation. I lead a group called Next Gen, But it really isn't Next, because they're not really in the batter's box waiting to step into the big leagues. We're a faith community now. And if we're not actively pouring in younger and younger and younger, And if we're not careful to make sure that we don't marginalize and dismiss our elders, we'll we'll really be in danger. But the Lord in this season is, is wrapping the whole thing in a bow and saying, I'm giving you babies and I'm giving you gray hairs and you need one another. Figure out how to do family. That's the season we're in. And this is a young woman of God, passionate, on fire, and just really getting started. Because we've had a lot of conversations that what you're learning in seminary and Bible college, they when you step out into it, you still feel ill-prepared. And I'm sure y'all felt that same way in your own life. You stepped into marriage and it was different. You had a kid, your whole world flipped upside down. Your parents died or somebody passed away and you find yourself for the first time in your life disconnected and alone. Maybe your faith community moved away, or you had to take a job and move to a new faith community. I hope that you understand that Life House is a place that you can call home. We we deeply, deeply care. So I'm going to ask one of our next gen, Serena, to pray Jasmine out, and I'm going to invite you to extend your hands. Now, Ryan's very clear about this all the time, but for those of you who don't know, I'll tell you this. The, the Bible says that the anointing oil is a symbol of the Holy Spirit. So whenever we pray, we like to anoint people with oil. In the old days, they just crack some olive oil, and they would just soak them in it until it was dripping like the Holy Spirit all over them. I'm going to preserve her hair because I, I am a good pastor. I'm not an evil pastor. But would you just pray a blessing, and you guys can extend your hand.
2: Thank you for Jasmine and um, just bringing her out here in this season to um, be poured into and to pour into us, God. Um, thank you for all the promises you've spoken over her life that you are um, moving in her that she's walking into right now and in the future, God. And thank you for all the things you have in store for her and in the near future. We're just so thankful for this time that we have with her, and we're going to miss her so much, but we're so thankful for all the things that you're doing in her, and just her willingness to be obedient and vulnerable in this season um, of rough times, hard times. Um, The future is unexpected, and we can only see what's right in front of us, but you've got her, and you're taking her great places,
1: God. Heavenly Father, I thank you for this church. I thank you for even just a few of the examples on this stage the Columbia team that Pastor Jeremy and Carlos led, and everybody who's participating. Lord, you radically changed a family's life by bringing Jasmine on this team so that now she can sponsor a child, get to know their family, and I believe influence beyond that. It's never just the surface, there's layers especially in Colombian culture and in all of our culture, we have a wide web of relationships. We, we get our foot in the door with one another through the different places we interact, school, work, church, whatever, those social mosaics. But at the end of the day, it's our relatives, it's our connections, it's our network, that if we're really persistent and caring that you introduce us to, to the, the other layers. And this is just a small picture of what um, we send back to California. Jasmine wasn't just a, a short timer and then she's gone. Lord, the residue and the DNA that is Lifehouse, that is generosity, that is real, that is family, that is Columbia, that is um, our partnerships ministries, that is next gen. Lord, those go with her. And so we send her out with every bit of spiritual empowerment to finish this final year of school. Give her the perseverance. Give her the resiliency. Give her the doggedness to not give up and pull the ribcord. We just thank you for her. And everybody said "Amen?" amen. Amen. Can you give her an applause one more time? Thank you, Jasmine. We love you.